Greetings and welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is Naila. And because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. Today is February 8th, 2021. It's about 7.45 a.m. for me. And I am at work. So if you hear the click clacking of my mouse, the rolling of the chair, or my computer keys know that that's where I am and what I am doing. So you guys, <clears throat> first things first, let's tackle this weather. I don't know if anybody else is in the Midwest where we are having this winter advisory, this winter storm, but it has been snowing since last week here in Kansas City, Missouri. And it is like, oh my goodness, you guys, it is. It has maintained a high degree of six degrees, you guys. Did you hear that? Single digits, six degrees. It says it feels like 15 degrees. Today, we're at a whopping seven degrees. Wow. And it's still snowing. It's been snowing since last week. So um, I am in my office and I'm freezing. I'm freezing. Um... So yes, uh, and it has only been like, you guys, I have my heater, my, my heat up to 90 degrees, but guess how, how warm it's getting in my house? About 56 degrees. So imagine some 56 degree air just blowing out of your vents. But if you turn that 56 degree uh, temp or heat off, then you're going to be faced with the six degrees. So what would you prefer? So yeah, so all weekend, it's been so much fun. <laughs> you guys, I have been sitting in my bed all weekend with about three to four layers of clothes on, a hoodie with its cinched, like cinched, you guys, cinched to where it ain't nothing but a little bitty hole with, with my face showing out of it okay cinched clothes because it is freaking cold and sitting in my bed with the comforter on all doggone weekend because it's cold up in this house i have the fireplace on but it's not really helping it's not really helping because i have two two levels and so the bottom level and you know heat rises but it seems like it's still just not rising like to the top level the way we need to it's like heating the living room and everything else is just like cold because this house was like built in like 1920 or something like that and so there it's a beautiful it's a beautifully made house it's so aesthetic it's nice but it's got windows throughout you guys so there's like drafts because it needs to be winterized and my husband's not here to winter, rise it. So I'm going to have to try to figure that out. <laughs> I got to figure it out. Okay. Um, so yeah, fun times, right? Fun times. Like, you know, I'm sure you can hear me talking through my dog on hoodie. Okay. It's cold. Anyway, <laughs> I'm hoping for it to heat up because my toes are like freezing right now um, since I'm not under my comforter. I have on leg warmers and everything, you guys. So, yeah, fun, 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 fun. Anyway, I have training today at about 10. 
So I decided to just hit you all up. I've been meaning to like get on here and talk to you all like um, all weekend. But like I said, it was cold in here. So it's like I had brain freeze. Like I didn't write on my book or anything, y'all. I didn't even want my hands from underneath the blanket. Okay. That's how doggone cold it is. Okay. That's how doggone cold it is. It's not very light, but the snow makes it look bright outside. This is like a winter wonderland, okay? So yeah, so that's catching you up to what I've been dealing with and what I'm dealing with today. So, yay. So, I wish I could find out what is going on with you all. Ah, you guys, oh my goodness, when I look at the countries who are listening to me, it is so touching. I noticed that, okay, I know before I had Kenya, um, I'm just going to say Africa and some different parts of Africa because I'm not able to look at it right now while I'm on here. I saw Australia, I saw uh, India, um, who else? Uh, oh, you guys, it was a new one on there. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like to know that my voice is reaching this many countries. It's like so touching and so great and awesome. I hope I'm giving you guys content that is helpful. So anyway, um, I just wanted to stop and yeah, and just thank all of you different countries for listening. That's so awesome. I am so glad to have you here. So today's topic, today's topic, of course, is going to be over something marriage related, but it is going to be uh, just talking about um, deliverance, deliverance, deliverance is something that it's like you have to maintain deliverance. I don't know about these people who say, oh, yeah, I've just been set free. And yes, nothing else happens. Like, I don't have to deal with that problem anymore. And and for some people, maybe they don't have to deal with that problem anymore. But in, in, in my experience, I've noticed that when you get deliverance from something, it is like something you have to maintain. You have to get up with the intent that I am staying free from this thing. So I got on that subject to say, uh, talking about forgiveness, okay? Forgiveness is something, whoo, Jesus. Forgiveness is a work. I don't know about anybody else, but forgiveness is something that you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. You can't just accidentally forgive somebody. I don't know who does that or who's capable of doing that. I know I'm not capable of just accidentally forgiving somebody. Maybe accidentally letting a person back into my life. I'm I'm guilty of that. <laughs> like next like they just say, "Hey, you know, and start talking to me again and the next thing I know I'm just dealing with these people again." No, I'm talking about forgiveness, like true forgiveness because true forgiveness does not keep a record of wrongs. True forgiveness um it's not fault finding. Um, it, it forgives, okay? Forget it, it lets go of wrongs, like, and it, even though it's not the things that you're experiencing aren't fair, you can't look at it and say, that's not fair. 
Um, so I'm not going to forgive you. Y'all, let me tell you something. And I don't even know if I'm making sense this morning because I'm so cold. But listen, you guys, forgiveness is something you have to intentionally do. You have to have the intent, okay, I'm going to forgive them. Do, do I feel like forgiving them? No, not all the time. No, because, because like I was listening to Michael Todd and he was talking about, you know, and I was looking at the, what is that? The forgiveness university or whatever that he has on there. And he was just talking about, um, uh, forgiveness and how you're usually forgiving someone for something unfair that you have, uh, that you've experienced at their hands, you know? It's unfair. So do you feel like forgiving these people? No, you usually don't because, you know, it's you've had some unfair treatment. Now, when someone does something one time to you, it's easier to say, okay, don't do it again and forgive them, right? But if a person keeps doing the same thing over and over again, us as humans at some point is going to feel like, I don't want to forgive you anymore. No, you don't deserve my forgiveness. No, leave me alone. Get the heck up out of my face, right? That's how we feel. But the word of God does not instruct us to do that. The word of God for, uh, instructs us to forgive. What is that? 70 times seven? Do you know how many times that is? And that's just for one person, you guys. That's not total. Like you just forgive everybody. Once you hit this, this specific number, then all of a sudden, y'all, that's a lot of, 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 that's a lot of bad things happening from one person. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just telling us we have to continue to forgive. And I know I said this in my last, uh, uh, one of my last podcasts where I was talking about forgiveness, you guys. Forgiveness is not something that you, you really don't even have a choice if you want to make it to heaven, if you're going to forgive somebody or not. You don't get to look at someone and say, um, no, I'm not going to forgive you because... I don't feel like it right now. Hit me up later. Maybe I'll forgive you later on. I don't feel like it right now. You don't even know if you're going to get a later on. You better forgive that person. Do you hear me? And I'm not saying forgiveness is easy. Forgiveness is something, like I've been saying, that you have to maintain. You have to be intentional with it. So for all these people who say they can forgive and forget and go on, more power to you. But I'm talking to the ones who find forgiving to be a struggle at times. We've all had some point where we get to, because I'm a very forgiving person. I forgive somebody so quick, okay? I will forgive them before they even ask for forgiveness. I will forgive a person, usually. But there have been some instances where I'm just like, heck no. Oh, no, you don't deserve it. But I had to come to grips of, is this person and what they did to me, is it worth me going to hell over? And that's the question you have to ask yourself when it comes down to your spouse or anybody who's done you any type of way. You have to ask, is it worth me going to hell over? Because this is, this is the thing, you guys. You have to live a life that is sanctified and free of sin, right? In order to, you know, get to heaven, right? So it's just like, 
if you're not forgiven for your sins, then how is it possible for you to go to heaven if you're not forgiven? You know, and the reason why you're not forgiven is because you're not forgiving others. We have to forgive others so our Father in heaven can forgive us, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, not wrong. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to touch on that because I know a lot, a lot of us are walking around, even sometimes when we're not aware of it, in unforgiveness. And that's a very dangerous place to be, you guys. I care about you. I want to make it to heaven and I want to see you there. So, you know, it's it's like we, we've got to maintain it at, at that, you know, because remember I said forgiveness it, it doesn't hold, well, love, love and forgiveness. You know, you cannot hold faults, someone's faults inside of you and say you've forgiven them. You can't hold things in and as soon as they mess up, you're like, ah, see, mm, see, uh-huh, yeah, you ain't changed because remember when you did this, 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 this. That's not forgiveness. You're keeping records of wrong. That's not true forgiveness. So, like I said, <laughs> forgiveness is a work, you guys. It is a work. It is something you have to maintain. We have to maintain it. We have to be intentional with it. So there are times where if I'm not maintaining it, if I'm not just, just going into it with an intent of I am walking in forgiveness you know because there's there are times that even if you feel like you've let it go the devil comes back and says remember when that person did this and that to you how you gonna forgive them they don't deserve your forgiveness you get what I'm saying and the next thing you know you're over here mad at them all over again because I've had to I've gone in and out of this thing of you know, at first it was steady, you know, where, okay, I forgive my husband, but y'all, it has been like, it comes and goes in waves. And so I was just sitting here thinking like, hey, there's other people going through that too. Like, you know, it, it y'all, we know it's hard. God knows, God knows it, it, it with, with you and your flesh, you as a human, that it's not easy to maintain this level of forgiveness right it's not easy but it is it is it is necessary if you are looking to go to heaven it is necessary i'm going to say that again it's possible to forgive but it is necessary to forgive it's not impossible but necessary so we have to keep that in mind. Keep your, if it, if you feel like you just can't stand this person that much to where you see yourself falling back and forth in it, think about hell and that you don't want to go there. Maybe that'll motivate you to forgive somebody. You know, you know, you want, you know, you want your father in heaven to forgive you. So you have to forgive. You have to, it's not a, you don't have a choice. You have a choice of heaven or hell but if you are if your if your home that you're trying to get to at the end of all of this is heaven then you don't have a choice can I say that again if your goal is to reach 
heaven, you don't have a choice of if you forgive that person or not. God gives you choices, but it's heaven or hell. And it's based on what you choose to do, where you go. You have a choice. I'm telling you, when it comes down to forgiveness, it's heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. Think about that. Nobody wants to be there. I don't want any of you being there. And guess what? <clears throat> God doesn't want any of you in hell. Any of us. It's not his desire to see any of us there. It wasn't created for us. That's why it's so cruel for us to go there. That's why it's so cruel. Because it's not intended for us. It is intended for the devil and his followers, right? It's, 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 not, it's not designated for us. It is if we choose for that to be our, 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 our destination. But it was never intended for us. So with intent on the brain, let's say that we have to be intentional with forgiving, right? Y'all, I know it's not easy. I know, especially if you're sitting, you know, and you're cold in the house like me right now. You don't have, you know, your husband's not there to, you know, winterize the house <laughs> or to, you know, to help you with certain things. You know, you've got everything on your shoulders. We know you guys. It, it's hard. It's hard. But I've made that I've made the decision and the choice that it doesn't matter if I feel in my in my humanness that my husband is deserving of it or not. He's going to have my forgiveness. He has my forgiveness. He has my forgiveness. You know, um, and when I woke up in this and this this came to mind, I'm I don't feel any bit of bitterness or anything or anger towards him this morning or anything or throughout the weekend you know but i know <clears throat> that even though i didn't wake up feeling that way somebody else could have woke up feeling that way like oh i just can't do this anymore like how much longer you guys how much longer god how much longer do i have to go through this you know and i'm just gonna be frank it sucks it sucks, but we got to suck it up. We got to suck it up. And then another thing, you know, um, it's we have to pray for them regardless, regardless of if you ever get back with that person or not. Pray for them. Do y'all hear me? Pray for them because you don't want like if they're out there wilding out or if they're out there, you know what I mean, doing something which, you know, that God hates, you know then you don't want them to go to hell either. I hear people yell on these movies and stuff. They say, go to hell. Do you really want that person to go to hell? I mean, seriously, you got to really, really hate somebody to go to hell. And I mean, to tell somebody to go to hell and really want them there, you know? And that's not real. That's not real love. You stood before your maker. <laughs> family or whoever and you said these vows and you said that you were going to vow to love them and be with them you know and all this different stuff so 
why is it now that they're doing something that you don't like? No, I can't stand you. I hate you. Y'all, is that real love? Or were you just infatuated when you got married? Huh? These are things to ask yourself. I've been getting frustrated, though, watching TV, though. I was watching, um, I'm trying to think of what I was looking at. Y'all, I was looking at, it was something on BET Plus. I decided to watch some TV this weekend. Um, and I was watching this movie. I think it was called Paper Friends or something like that. And I was just like, this movie is a hot mess. But, I mean, spoiler alert, if anybody decides they're going to go watch this movie, um, there is a point in the movie where <clears throat> the married couple on there, like, everybody's like, the one girl's friend is really hating on her marriage, has been hating on her marriage since day one, right? Because she feels like her friend could have been better off like her she's rich and that's all she wants to talk about is being rich and oh and you know and dissing dissing her she didn't even show up to her friend's wedding years ago like when the, and they were supposed to be best friends she didn't even show up because she was mad because she felt like she was more capable of, of of becoming more successful and this and then she gave up her life their lifelong dream to be with this man right Y'all, I'm sitting here looking at the friend like, how's she hating like that? Because I've had so many people do the same thing to me. Oh, no, you deserve so much better, Naila. I see you with someone like this or like that. And, and have just not been supportive of my marriage since day one. And what those people don't seem to understand is you're causing a strain within that person's marriage. Because... The thing about it is this, if they feel like every time you come around, you're just like disrespecting that marriage or you don't really care for their husband or whatever, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, going around other people. It's going to be, you know, it's just, you know, and, and hey, you know, I'm going to say this and if my friend hears it, hey, we've already addressed this, but my best friend did the did the same thing to me in an you know uh to an extent as far as like she wasn't supportive of my marriage you know what i mean there would be times where she would send me um like pictures of people and be like see i i i expect you to be with somebody like this i want you to be with somebody like this and i'm thinking but i but i'm not but i'm married you know what i mean or, you know, uh, when I went down there to visit her, um, you know, and my husband was, we were indeed married. Like, my husband was at home at our house, <laughs> and I came out to Chicago to visit her, and she was in, uh, she was, uh, she was uh, introducing me by my maiden name, and I was like, that's not my name. My name is Pennington. And she was just like, anyway, you know, and just kept saying my maiden name. And I had to tell her after, after I left, like, and I was back in the car driving back home, I called her and I said, dude, that's, that's, that, that, that wasn't cool. 
Do you understand that you disrespected my marriage and you treated it like it was nothing? You know? But the same thing was happening to this to 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 this woman in this movie. And her friend was just constantly like, I just felt like you gave up your career to be with him and eh. And just she couldn't stand this woman's husband because she felt like she gave up her career to be with him. So what does that do? That causes the person who's in the marriage to sit there like and think like, did I make a mistake in marrying this person? Should I have? What would my life have been like if I didn't? Especially if y'all start having problems, right? That's what you're going to do. You're going to be like, oh, man, like, maybe I shouldn't have married this sucker. You know what I'm saying? Did I mess up and screw up my life? Maybe she's right. That's what it does, you guys. It encourages you to leave or it encourages you. So, you guys, by the end of the doggone movie, they were having problems or whatever. The dude kept saying slick things. The husband kept saying slick things about how he's putting up with her and everything. Then at a certain point in the in the doggone movie, he's like, only reason why I married you is because you got pregnant. She's like, the same. I feel the same way, the same. Y'all, I was irritated throughout the whole movie anyway. But I'm the type of person that once I start something, I want to finish it. But I wanted to cut it off like when the movie first started because it was trash. But uh, <laughs> I was trying to finish it and see what the conclusion was going to be. But yeah, all of her friends was just sitting around waiting for her to leave her husband. Like sitting around talking about it. And so at a certain point, she's like, oh. she's she's talking to her husband. They're having an argument. And then she's just like, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I want a divorce. He's standing there at first. Then he starts cracking up laughing. He was like, what took you so long to say it? They're both laughing. I don't know. <laughs> and now they're happy that they're about to get a divorce and got young children. Like, what? Huh? Y'all, what is this world? Just, I don't understand. And she's like, well, we shouldn't have got, I'm feeling like we shouldn't have got married at all. Okay, so that means just get a divorce because y'all not, y'all better work that out. I am just getting so tired of just divorce is is just that's just option. That's what we aiming for. I'm just so basically marriage has been being used for keeping people on reserve is what I'm seeing. We keeping people on reserve. I want this person in my life right now, so can't nobody else have them. So I'm gonna marry them, but. But, 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 don't get caught up on forever because if you get on moments, you get on my nerves, I'm out. I said, the moment you get on my nerves, I'm out. <laughs> and I was just, I've just been getting so disgusted, disgusted in the way that this world treats marriage. Why get married? Why? Why do it if you're not going to keep these vows that you stood up here and lied about? Why, 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 why are we getting married, you guys? Why? That's not, that's not, it says that God hates divorce. Or let me be, let me be more specific in case somebody wants to go look it up. 
God hates the putting away, okay? Which is divorcing your husband or wife. It's putting away or divorcing your wife or whatever, you know? And so I'm just sitting here like, I, I, hey, you know, and, and it says, it says, you know, that you shouldn't put away your, your husband or your wife. It, it doesn't say husband or wife, but it just says that he doesn't like the putting away, right? So my thing is all these people who are calling themselves believers. They think of the first thing that God hates. Now, I'm not saying that if you have had a divorce or if you're in proceedings of going through divorce that God won't forgive you. That's not what I'm saying at all. Please, please never think that I'm saying that. Never saying that. We'll never say that. Because um, God is a forgiver of sins, right? Um, but if God hates something... And don't you want to stay away from it? Don't you want to try to please God instead of just just running to the first thing that you feel like God hates? Now, I understand in some situations it's it's not avoidable because the other person is like, I'm done with you. And there's there's really nothing that we can do with a person who has made up their mind and goes through with it. Right? But why does that have to be the first thing that people go to just because they're unhappy? Just because they're unhappy. You're not going to always be happy with that person. You're not going to always wake up and just be like, oh my goodness, it's such a wonder and joy that you're just right here and I love looking at your face every morning. I wish it was like that. Some marriages are like that. They don't get tired of each other. That's a beautiful thing. I wish every marriage was like that. But for those of us who sometimes look at our spouse and think, oh, he's getting on my nerves today. Oh, she's getting on my nerves today. Divorce should not be the first thing that comes in your mind. It really shouldn't be an option. It really should not be an option. We should not be out here putting people on reserve until we're tired of them. And then throwing them back out here on the market. What? Y'all. I just, I'm sorry, y'all. I just get, y'all know me. Anybody who's been listening to me, y'all know I can't stand divorce. It's some bull crap, okay? It's some bull crap. Uh, <laughs> if I don't have to go through it, I won't. You know what I mean? But um, if that's something that he goes through with, then okay. Um or if God even, I don't know, you know, y'all, his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts, you know, and sometimes it seems like divorce is unavoidable, and if God says, let go, no, move on, I'm going to have no choice but to do what he's telling me to do, but if I'm going based off of the Bible and everything that the Bible says, then no, I was having a conversation with somebody and they was like, God would, God would not want you to be unhappy. God wants us happy. And that sounds beautiful. I wish I could just 
go with that. I mean, I believe God does want us um, happy. But, but I believe the joy that he wants us to have is in spite of the situations and issues that go on in our lives, that we are still full of joy. And that's joy that the world can't give, the world can't take away. And I think, I think so many times um, we as humans, we as believers, we get caught up in our happiness and what that means, what that looks like to us on earth, right? But I feel like God is looking for, I mean, because it does say long suffering. I know people, people seem to get irritated with me when I say, yeah, the Bible says long suffering, you guys. Like there is going to have to be some things that you're going to have to pray through. You're going to have to fast through, you know, and it, it just to me, what I've been seeing is people just feeling like, well, I'm unhappy and God wouldn't have me unhappy. Where does it say he, what? I'm having a hard time, you guys, trying to understand how people are reading the same word I'm reading and we're getting two different things out of it. I don't understand it because there are things that we have to go through. We can't just dismiss like, okay, say for instance, Jesus Christ was like, God wouldn't have me unhappy. I'm not going to sit over here. I'm grieved over dying for these people who don't care anything about me. So God wouldn't, God in his right mind would not have me doing this. So I'm not going to get on this cross and I'm not going to die for them because God wouldn't have me unhappy. No, God did not make that cup pass from him just because he was unhappy with it. Because what did he come back and say after afterwards? Nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And that's that's what I've been saying. Nevertheless, because there are plenty of times I'm like, this dude is not talking to me. This dude has no interest in coming back. What the heck am I doing? They're right. I'm done. You know what I mean? But then I say, God, what do you want me to do? Nevertheless, God, your will be done in my life. If it is up for you, if it, if it's up to you, I want it to be up to you. You tell me what I need to do. If you tell me to stay, I'm going to stay. If you tell me to leave, I'm going to leave. You tell me. You tell me, God. Because it's not about our will. And I think people get um, the will. <laughs> they get god's will and, and their will mixed up like you know as if their will is more important than god's will right right and that's because they look and they see that this is a difficult marriage and i'm getting the heck up out of it this is difficult i'm not happy okay well look that that person is not responsible for your happiness you have to find a relationship with god right a relationship with God that's where your happiness comes from but so many people are wrapped up in I'm not happy here you don't make me happy and then they just end in divorce look here look here it was your choice your choice to stand up nobody put a gun to your head now some some people might be in arranged marriages 
Some people might have been at a shotgun wedding, but most of us were not forced to stand up and get married. And even if we weren't, guess what? We're married. We're married. Now, if you feel as though, you know, you're in a, a dangerous situation, you can leave. Yeah, you can leave. But it says that you should remain single. I mean, or be reconciled back. Y'all, that's the Bible I'm reading. I don't know about what anybody else is reading. Maybe y'all are reading the new international um, do what you want to do version. <clears throat> but we are going to go through things where we have to have a bit of long suffering. But because we are so spoiled, especially here in America, because we are so spoiled, we think we should just have it our way. Burger King, everything has given us. America is just built on have it your way. Do it your way. Do what you will. It's a very dangerous place to live. Y'all, I don't feel like sitting here and praying for my husband all the mother freaking time. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't. I know that I'm a good catch. And that's not me, you know, trying to be funny or trying to be vain, but I know what I'm capable of and I know I'm good in relationships. I try to treat people the way I want to be treated and I go up and above and I make sacrifices that they don't even know that I'm making just so they can be happy just to serve them. <laughs> guys I don't feel like sitting around here waiting for somebody who's taking my love for granted as though they can do without it even though at one point they acted like they couldn't live without it yeah I'm mad at the games that he's played yeah you know yeah it sucks you guys but guess what not my will God's will be done God's will be done and if it's for me if it's God's will for me to sit here and pray for this man and believe him that he's sending him back and bringing him back and restoring my marriage and restoring my husband then dadgummit I have to sit here and do it I've really 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 <laughs> within the last month or so have really considered dude man I could be so appreciated by someone else. Someone else would find me beautiful. Someone else would find me worth worthy of their time. Someone else could come in and 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 have the servant mentality that I have or that 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 will to 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 make to help in getting to a place of happiness. You know how many people I know would sign up sign up quick than a mug and that's not me being vain that's me being real I know that I'm a good catch I know I'm a good catch so guess what I could get caught up in that and that could turn into a whole bunch of pride I could get caught up in that in pride and be like I'm too good for this but no mm -mm. Y'all have to battle it. 
I have to battle it. I have to get up intentionally and say with the intent to do God's will every day. Some days is easier than the others. Today was not a hard one for me. But there are days that I wake up and I'm like, dude, I'm done. <laughs> Today is the day. I'm done. But y'all, we have to forgive and we have to seek out what God's will is. It's demonic to go about and, and, and do as you will. Do your own will. That's demonic to do your own will. Lucifer did that in heaven. He had he he was caught up in his own will. He didn't want to stand around making music for God. He didn't want to do that no more. He got caught up in his own will. That's the why most Luciferians or or Satanists or whatever you want to call them, they are big on do what you will. Do what you want to do. Do your own will. If you're not trying to be caught up in being compared or even being placed in the same place that people like that go, you need to get your act together. I'm talking to me too. Get your act together, Naila. Get your act together, y'all. It's not about you. It's about God at the end of the day. What is he telling you to do? Now, if he told you, if you feel like he told you to go do it, then you, you go right ahead. You go right ahead. But if you feel in your heart, God has been telling you, stay the course. Stay the course. It won't always be like this. Fight the good fight of faith. And guess what? You're going to have to do that. Because then, if you don't, you're getting caught in disobedience. That doesn't sound like someone who wants to go and live. That's a rebellious child. We don't want to be rebellious, you guys. Let's get out of rebellion and step into God's will. That's all I'm saying. If God tells you to go get a divorce, then go get a divorce because you want to be obedient. But if God tells you to stay and fight the good fight of faith and that he's got it and don't worry, then best believe you better trust him. Because unbelief is one of the, it's, it's the biggest sin. You don't want to get caught in that unbelief. You have to believe that God is capable and willing to do what he says that he's going to do. So fight that good fight of faith. It's going to be okay. If God is telling you something, you stick with that thing and you get out of your will. You get away from your own will. Do you hear me, y'all? It's important. It's not just because we don't want a divorce and we so prideful. Because that was it for me at first. Because I always said I wouldn't do it. But it's not about that, you guys. It's about doing God's will and submitting to what he says. That's what a believer is supposed to do is believe God and what he's saying and do that. And I'm sorry if I no, I'm not sorry. I apologize if this message was all over the place. And if if I kind of was just I don't know, you guys. Um, forgive me if it was all over the place. But do y'all get the gist of what I'm saying? The gist is, 
We're supposed to do God's will. We're believers. I don't know of any other religion where they rebel so much as Christianity. And I don't even want to say, I don't even like saying Christianity because it's been so polluted and so jacked up to where now it just seems like it's just a derogatory statement to be called one. I'm a believer in all things God and Christ. All things God and Christ related, I am a believer. I follow his word and I try to do his will. I try to do what he's telling me to do. Is it always easy? Not even, not even close. But anything worth having is worth working hard for. I'm not gonna tell you getting to heaven is a cakewalk, cause it's not. There are things you have to do. There are things you have to sacrifice to get there. Do you hear me? We have to live a sacrificial life. And getting caught up in something like divorce because, you know, just because, you know, we don't feel like forgiving that person. That's that goes beyond our level of forgiveness. They did this. They did that. Oh, I, I, I can't forgive him for that. I can't forgive her for that. Some old bull. Is it easy? No. Is it going to be easy? No. It's not going to be easy. But you can pray. God. God, please, I need your help with this. Give me a peace that passes all understanding. There's a such thing as a peace that passes all understanding. That even when you're in a real jacked up situation, you can still, you got, you can still have peace. I know it sounds impossible, but it's not. It's not impossible to still have peace in a situation that's real jacked up. To have God's will be done and you still be like okay your will be done and and that's what it is anyway well i'm gonna go you guys i i i see myself being on here for a while i don't want to beat you over the head with this but i want you to understand it and i want you to know that it is not about your will it's about god's will we are not satanist we are not doing whatever we want to do that's not what we're here to do. God is going to, God, God, God is what's supposed to make us happy. He's supposed to be the joy that we experience. And, and people get that mixed up with, with, with a joy based on this world. And that's not what it is. Joy is something that God gives you. So y'all, you choose life or death you choose heaven or hell you choose forgiveness or unforgiveness anyway i'm going to go now you guys please 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 work at walking in forgiveness ask god how god how can i get to this level of forgiveness that you speak of god how can i get to it please help me god and he'll help you He'll help you. And once you pray for it, you thank him for it. Every time you feel like, oh, my God, I can't. God, Lord, I thank you. Lord, thank you. Just say that. Lord, I thank you. Until just every time, just nip those complaints in, a, in the bud and say, thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I trust you. 
instead and that that right there that appreciativeness of something and that that having faith in God without being able to see it is going to bless God so anyway all right I'm gonna get off of here and finish my work and um, I hope y'all have a blessed day live prosperous in forgiveness succeed at forgiving all right all right all right i'm gonna talk to y'all later have a blessed and wonderful day and until next time peace have instagram follow me at the marriage chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more see you there